Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, of course, Dave Sturcho, alongside America's fan, Keith Ernst. Brett Ernst is on assignment right now. We sent him to Green Bay to get the intel, uh, and we'll see if he uh, you know, provides us with any uh, useful information. Uh, but it is Dave and Keith today, and the, the bye week's over, Keith. Um, there's a lot of stuff, actually. Of course, you know, in typical Cowboys fashion, they couldn't stay out of the headlines. It's just the way this works. This whole thing works. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest headline before we get into Green Bay would obviously be the possible scenario where Jerry Jones would finally open up his pocketbook and give it to some uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Are you yay or nay, for or against? Do you want OBJ in Dallas? Now, when is this gonna? When would this happen? That's where I'm confused about. Well, for what everybody's saying, his rehab is. Uh, clearing him for possibly late November, early December. Um, you know, in reality, he can sign anywhere right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a matter of dollars making sense and, and, and dotting the I's, crossing the T's. But he's narrowed it down um, to a couple teams, which I think some of them have fallen off the, the radar because of the performance. So a couple weeks ago, he said that the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Cowboys, along with the Giants, have all made com- some kind of contact, right? And he wants to go to a winner. So then, therefore, the Packers have fallen off the face of the earth. So I don't think he's going to be a Packer. Um, the Bills sounded nice until this past week. You know, you had a little bit of a, a situation with uh, Josh Allen going down. He might go down for a little bit. Um, you know, sources have said that he's the UCL thing is just a strain, but that just means it's a couple tears and he's fine, but it's going to take a couple weeks. I don't know. Regardless, I don't know if OBJ wants to go to a, a like a hampered Josh Allen. So then there's like their reunion in New York. Can the Chiefs make room for him? I don't know. All signs are pointing to the fact that Dallas has the 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 upper hand here. And, and now you got guys like Micah Parsons going out on Twitter saying like, oh, OBJ, call me, man. Let's do this. Right. And then you got Des Bryant. Like, I'm telling you, Dallas is the place to be. So people are like, and then they're, you know, want to hear this one? This one was the funniest one. It popped up on the Chop Sports Facebook group. Apparently, Ben DiNucci is offering him those hats that he has. Um, and he says, uh, I'll give you a hat in every one of these colors if you come to Dallas. <laughs> That's it. We got him. That's it, right? It's we a done deal. Yeah, it's on. Uh, yeah. So, of course, I mean, why wouldn't you want him? I mean, he... I don't think he's that uh, a locker room distraction. We haven't heard anything like that since the Giants. After well, we, well, he, he kind of forced his way out of Cleveland, but <laughs> you th- uh, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like he was like wh- I thought with the Giants. Was it a different scenario with the Giants or no? Uh, with the Giants, it was just like a, a, a nasty divorce, right? It was a trade. I remember like, him like beating up a net and like. I mean, that, like, yeah, that was all part. He of was the, always uh, like something was going on with him. It there, was. Right? It felt like every week he was in the headlines for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah, it's like with the with the Browns, it was just him. Said, you know, yeah, he kind of forced himself out. You know, his dad um, made like a mixtape of saying like how wide open he was. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, with the Rams, which I thought maybe he'd give them a shot, regardless of how they were doing. You know what I mean? Because the Rams look like, like a lost cause right now as well. They do, I know, but I meant, you know, you they he would he helped them go to a go to a Super Bowl. You know, so I mean, this is obviously all about Odell Beckham. It's not about anyone else. So, 
which could be, you could say that about a lot of athletes. Um, but yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I mean, I don't think once again, I don't know how important he would be. I mean, that one, this team goes through our defense. That's yeah, it, I know? agree. I agree in that sentiment. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, he's coming off the ACL. But here's my theory with all this. Like if Odell Beckham lines up on the field. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll let's pretend you're a cornerback or a defensive coordinator or somebody on the defense of opposing teams. Mm-hmm. And your job now is to plan for all the play, all the pieces that are on the field. If Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, lines up as a as a slot receiver or. Noah Brown lines up as a slot receiver. What are the chances that you have to give a little bit more attention to Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah, no, for sure. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could, you could, you can definitely make that case. So, like I said, sure, I would take him, but I wouldn't be upset if we didn't get him. That's right. what I'm trying to say. It's not something I think that, you know, oh, yeah, we need this guy. We need this guy. I don't think we need him per se, but uh, yeah, I think he could help. I, I think it's always like, you know, it seems like even last year, when Von Miller was available and you had like Michael Irvin, like come on down or DeMarcus uh, Ware was kind of recruiting him. All this stuff that happens and it gets Cowboy Nation really excited. And while I think, you know, Odell Beckham wasn't necessarily the piece that the Rams were missing for a Super Bowl, but he definitely contributed heavily. So uh, for that run. So if the Cowboys yeah. think they're in right now and from all sources of everybody reading, there was trade offers for Brandon Cooks. There was trade offers for Jerry Judy. Like there's, there's stuff that the Cowboys were after a speedy wideout. So I would, you know, leads me to believe that the hottest free agent right now on the comeback is, is Odell Beckham. And I think that that would be, it would make most sense for the Cowboys to kind of not so much give them the bag because we don't want to put ourselves in any kind of hell, but you know, they have about $7 million in space right now. They can kind of maneuver that to backload this deal for two years or something like that. I can't imagine them just paying them like for the rest of this year and then saying, Hey, thanks for coming. Um, I, I think Odell's going to demand, uh, you know, two or three year deal. So it's a matter of just, you know, linking up with the thing. And I think that the Cowboys offense, while it is a run first team now, which it should have been for, for a while, uh, but they're yeah. finally finding their identity as a running team. So that's, you know, again, it doesn't really play into that fold, but again, we'll see. And look, one more thing too. And it's, it's about having a connection with the receiver and working with the receiver and you, and you just throw Odell on our team. Yeah, of course, you know, he's going to, he could be good, but you know, these, a lot of the receivers we have, Dak has been throwing to for a while, and they know each other. Yeah. It's sort of like like Cooper Rush did so well. You know, he knows a lot of these receivers. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, maybe yeah, Odell might. Uh, you know, he definitely would uh, force you know a different game plan possibly. But still, I mean, uh, from uh, Gallup to Noah Brown and to C.D. Lamb, I mean, these guys, Dak knows. Like he knows their routes. He knows when they're going to break. He's very familiar with them. And I think that to me is more important than just throwing a receiver on a team. Yeah, no, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that, but I guess, you know, this is, could be the first shiny new toy that the Cowboys finally win a bid on, you know, and it would almost make it like, Hey, look, we're contenders again. Um, but again, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that, what, that comment there. If Brett was on here, steam would have came out of his ears <laughs> by saying what I just know it. I just know. But by saying which which comment? Yeah, just saying like just the superstar, like having him on the team would make like us make people think that we're <laughs> not a Super gonna, Bowl contender. They're not yeah. gonna crescendo with Odell Beckham. Jr. Why does it matter? <laughs> Listen, it's your fantasy football generation. Okay, get your head out of your ass and stop worrying about the yards, you fucking nerd. <laughs> 
Anyway, so moving on. It is a big week. I circled this one very early on the calendar when the schedule came out. You know, obviously my business partner, Chris, is a a massive Packers fan. But looks like, you know, the Packers are going through it, man. And I don't know if, you know, you know me, man. I told you that the the Cowboys would struggle last week or two weeks ago because they were wearing blue jerseys. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Not negative, but like I just I, I find a reason to get behind the notion that we might no, not you always do. Yeah, I, I know it's, it, it's, it's upsetting and it's absurd that I do this because at, at what point I've asked other Cowboys colleagues, this, I was like, at what point do I just like think like, yeah, man, we're just going to blow the doors off these teams. Like I, I'm never going to be that guy. I don't think I could be, but no, um, and I don't think you ever have like, have you ever like, even if you like, I think you could get that. Like you have the opposite emotion too. I noticed during games, like what I'm trying to say is like, if we go up, two touchdowns and somebody throws a pick. No, I meant like say Sam, this happened against the Panthers. I don't know if you remember <laughs> last year with Sam Darnold, we're up two touchdowns and he threw another, he threw another pick to Trayvon Diggs. And then you just start having a blast with it. You're having a good time. And I think you sent a meme, a meme already with, uh, uh, with Sam Darnold, uh, Trayvon Diggs and Sam Darnold's baby or some stuff. I don't oh know. And the game God. was still going on. Right. I'm like, dude, don't do that. And then they started coming back to Panthers, and you're like, I'll never do that again. <laughs> I don't like to touch the money, man. I really don't. And, you know, again, going into a week like this, now, look, the Cowboys are 6-2. and two. Yeah. They're second in the NFC East. They're in a good spot right now within the, in the NFC because it seems to me that the NFC is literally wide open or it has some piss-poor football teams in it. So the Cowboys seem to be a playoff contender at 6-2, and two, and it would have to – cause an epic collapse not to be playing in, in mid-January but like w- when you look at a Packers team like this and uh, listen Aaron Rodgers you know the story man like he's broken our hearts how many times right so it, it's it's and I understand this one's not in Dallas so the the whole climate thing doesn't affect him in that regard um but now the you know the Packers are three and six they lost a lot of pieces last week it looks like Aaron Jones is going to give a go even though he was spotted in a walking boot uh, but they lose Romeo Dubs. They lose. Uh, they lose Rashawn Gary. They got uh, Stokes. Their corner looks like he's banged up too. Th- they've lost a lot of pieces. So Keith, I ask you, man, like, where's your confidence level? Because I remember a couple weeks back there was a spread. I forget what it was. It might have been like the the Packers were favored by four, like two, three weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, you they, were. At, they were. Yeah, you looked at like an opening line, and you know, obviously the dust has settled from that point till now. Where's your confidence level with this Packer team, let alone not diving into what the Cowboys have done? I feel much better than I did before the Detroit game. Um, and even if, you know, because right, I'll, I'll let everyone know, I, I I took the Packers this weekend. I was going to, all right, in a parlay. Um, I thought they were just going to abuse Detroit. Um, and the main reason why is, if people listen to me, the Detroit Lions had – or still, it's either the 31st or 32nd ranked rushing defense, okay? But it for some reason, it doesn't matter with Green Bay because they always want to pass the ball. I know Aaron Jones got injured, but even in the beginning, you know, they, they just don't run the ball. I don't, I don't, they did it against the Giants. They should have beat the Giants and they don't run it. And, and that same thing happened. What happened to Aaron Rodgers in that Detroit game happened to him in Detroit. The tip balls on the, by the goal line, you remember that happened yeah. with the Giants? He threw it tippy. It's like I don't understand. So I do, but I, I do understand. It's almost like they think that's the only way they're going to win is if Aaron Rodgers throws the ball, which can happen, especially against us. 
because he's just been a cowboy killer, and we know he has been. I mean, we haven't won there since Dak's rookie year. Mm -hmm. We haven't beat Green Bay since Dak's rookie year. As a matter of fact, off the top of my head, the last time we beat Green Bay at our house was that 2007-2018. I was going to say 95, 96. <laughs> no, it was that Saturday night game, remember? When the, when we were like 10 and 1 and uh uh the Packers were like 10 and 1 and it was like a and they came in and remember uh Brett Favre played I was for just like going to say that couldn't have been a Rodgers vehicle. No, he came in though cuz Favre got injured. Oh, and Aaron okay. Rodgers came in for a little bit and I think Favre came but it doesn't matter. That's the year we lost to the Giants in the divisional playoffs. Yeah, that, no, nobody forgets. <laughs> yeah, but that's the last time we beat him in Dallas. Whenever he comes to Dallas, Aaron Rodgers and starts, it's just I can't. I can't with that guy. Everything is pinpoint accuracy. He's all over the place. I can't stand him when he's yeah, in it, Dallas. It's, I it's, think he, we have he, a way better shot with him in Green Bay. And another thing too is what I what what everyone has to realize. Aaron Rodgers is the type of quarterback where all he needs is an NFL receiver. That's it. That's all he needs. All right. He still has that friggin' arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I understand. You know he hasn't been playing his best football, but you can't ever underestimate this guy. Um, this is probably the worst I've seen his team and him look since he's been playing. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe, it, maybe like I said, it's not doing him any favors that half his guys are on the shelf. You know what I mean? And and I keep, keep, and, you know, and I, I remind myself of how good our defense is. Right. But this is crazy. If you look at the stats, Green Bay has a higher offense and higher defense than us ranked. Well, defense, I don't know about yes, that. Defense. Like total defense? Yeah, because what you do is you go uh yards, yeah, yards per game, right? Mm-hmm. So I forget where we're at exactly, but Green Bay's Green Bay is better has it. Yeah, I mean, my uh yeah, you know, my business partner Chris Gooch, man, he's the first person to tell you or remind me that the, the Packers were still in the top of the league as far as like explosive plays and stuff like that. So it's like these guys, it's not like they're rolling over and dying. And and I think that like the problem is it's almost as if there's a reminiscent or at least a little bit of an inkling with um, or a reminder that like, remember when, when Dak Prescott, you know, for, for, uh, you know, since the contract, we were like, okay, it looks like no matter what, he's going to be throwing the ball, right. You know, make all that money. He's going to be throwing Mm -hmm. the ball, blah, blah, blah. It seems to me that that's happening over in green Bay where it's almost as if whoever's calling the plays, whether it be their head coach, offense coordinator, whoever, it seems to me that they're just having a hard time, you know, accepting the fact that they should be running the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, it's for like, sure. For sure. Well, we got Aaron. Why, why are we doing this? You know, but they should be running. No, I agree. And, 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 and so, you know, the uh, Packers, uh, they, their defense gives up an average of 309 yards a game. Our defense gives up an average of 314. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Cause you, people do drive on us though. We just get yeah. big plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It happens a lot, so. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how that plays out um, as far as that in that regard. Our run defense has been a, a little bit of a bugaboo uh, lately. And, you know, again, Aaron Jones, if he goes, he's probably not going to be 100%. Uh, A.J. Dillon, I consider him a battering ram. I really do. I think he's a great running back. So I know that the Packers are also down Bakhtiari again and Jenkins again. You know what I mean? Like their offensive line is banged up. So it's like, all signs are pointing to, you know, the Cowboys, if they're the team that everybody says they are and the power rankings are putting them in, like, the top five in the league and all this stuff, right? If all that stuff is true, then this there shouldn't be any struggle. But the thing I have a problem with is the emotion of the game. And when I say that, 
Like, this is McCarthy's return to Green Bay. Like, do they get too far up on themselves and all of a sudden just catch themselves sleeping? Like, that's a possibility, no? You mean who, the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that could happen. And, and 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 as far as Green Bay goes, I mean, is who's still left on the team besides Rodgers when he was there? I don't even know. I think it's just Rodgers. And, you know, yeah, Rodgers right? went on the McAfee show and said, oh, I'm going to give him a big hug. Like, I don't remember it being like, uh, a nasty divorce, but I remember them choosing clearly choosing that Aaron Rodgers was their guy, and he said Mike can't get it done. And, and look, Mike McCarthy's a Super Bowl head uh, winning head coach, but a lot of people are saying that this, you know, they had the top defense in the league that year, and and Aaron Rodgers was lacing them in there. So like, who cares who the head coach was at that time? And it just so happened to be Mike McCarthy. But again, I think Mike McCarthy this year in particular has gotten not a lot of love for a six and two team, considering the fact that he had a coach with a backup quarterback for a couple of weeks and um, like a month of the season. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people like, oh, you know, this guy's the coach of the year. And this guy, I mean, McCarthy should be at least in the conversation, no? Yeah, he should be for sure. I mean, me, you know who I'd give it to right now? Coach of the year? Yeah. I mean, Dan Quinn? <laughs> no. I mean, well, head coach of the year. Oh, head coach of the year. Go ahead. Yeah. I would give it to um, Pete Carroll. Oh, dude, you talk about doing it with less. Dude, nobody thought, they, they thought they were they were left for dead. I mean, not for nothing, but there's a couple team. There's a couple teams like that. Like I'm looking at, I'm looking at guys like Seattle. Uh, I I said the Bears would be picking right next to the Falcons in the top of the draft, and all of a sudden the Falcons are winning some football games. They're playing Dude, that's another one, yeah. With Marcus Mariota, this this league is just weird this year, man. It really is. It and is. I said this a million times over the course of like the last two weeks. Like you're seeing all these big bad teams, like the Tampa's and the Green Bay's of the world, even the Rams. All these guys are struggling. And it's like, yeah, you see the Eagles doing what they're doing, and they're eight and zero, and they haven't been beaten yet. But again, they played us with a Cooper Rush, and I'm not saying Cooper Rush was like, you know, the reason why we lost. But yeah, you know, you put Dak Prescott in there, it might be a different story. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru, right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Dirt sent you. But... What I will say is, this is the, if there's any year at all, you know, this is the year that you got to pounce. And that's why I think like the OBJ stuff is so important right now because it's like, if you think, if you think you're right there and you think you can put yourself over the hump uh, this year for the first time since 96, and I'm just talking about getting to a fucking title game, you know yeah. what I mean? Like getting to the yeah, NFC sure. title game might yeah. make me go nuts. Yeah. Um, in a loss, my heart might shatter into a trillion pieces, but I mean, it's progress, right? <laughs> so, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, but, but this is the year, man. I feel like this is not not I'm not saying like that because I know Cowboys fans are always the, this is the year. But like this is the year I feel like is the best opportunity considering some of the goats at the top hierarchy of the NFL are, are well, struggling. right. Well, now. what we have to look at is next year who we can lose next year, you know, to say that this is this is, you know, this is a make or break kind of thing. But I think we have a lot of our defense coming back next year. So that's good. I know Pollard's up, but Pollard's yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to look right now just because I'm curious. Um, 2023 uh, under contract. Right. Uh, there are 41 players under contract okay. um, next right. year out, out of the 52 that we have. And I don't know if it gives you the ability to see. 
um, who's not there, but I do see some dead money, $8 million in dead money for Lyle Collins mm-hmm. and $181,000 for John Ridgway. <laughs> so, Bro, I know. Can we talk about him real quick? Why? What about him? He's he, apparently he was he's blowing it up in Washington. That's why their defense is getting better at stopping the run. <laughs> would you be surprised? Like you're in on him, but because that was my, part of my parlay. I took um, Washington over Minnesota, which I ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the reason why Minnesota ended up uh, uh, was going to say sealing the game because he he had a penalty on their on their uh, they were going to attempt for a field goal, John Ridgeway, uh-huh. and he. He roughed the kicker or, or went, I forgot, he was off sides or something. Oof. And they ended up uh, extending the play in Minnesota. That's why they were able to beat Washington. Isn't That's that crazy? Tough. Yeah, that is, that, is, that is very tough. Ridgeway's still helping us. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, all right, so I'm looking at 2023 would be the free agency year, right? So you're looking at, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but it is Packer week and there's not too, too much going on. Uh, Dalton Schultz is on the tag, so he'll be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Anthony Anthony Brown, yay or nay? Eh, I mean, we'll see. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I said, um, that's not- Dante Fowler, Ju- Fowler Jr. only uh, signed for one year. Terrell Basham, one year. Anthony Barr, one year. Vander Esch, one year. These guys are all yeah. one-year contracts. Yeah, I'm Vander Esch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Jason Peters, James Washington, Noah Brown, the playmaker. Um, another yeah. big one. Uh, Jake McQuaid is also. <laughs> hey, Damn McQuaid, dude. So. <laughs> So if you look at the, um, but still none of those guys. I mean, who who out of all of them? I mean, right, Fowler's exactly. been playing so, great. I mean, Barr was. I don't even know Barr's doing good. But I mean, we got that uh, uh, Damone Clark coming up. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's that. I get what you're saying, but I think this team is built for at least another year where they can perform and 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 make be into be in contention. Here's right another, another big one that just popped up in my head because I just went to snap count just based off of like who the, who's on the field the most. And mm-hmm. Donovan Wilson could be somebody to monitor because he is a banger and I like seeing him on the field. He is, but how many safeties do we have? Bro? Again, there's Izzy on yeah. the back burner. There's you know, there's a couple. Deron Bland who plays a little bit of nickel and all that stuff. So, yeah, there's listen, the, the thumbprint of Dan Quinn is on this team, which is great because, I mean, a lot of these guys are here to stay for a little while. Uh, but I feel like, you know, again, the Eagles, the Giants, these teams are right there as well. So, like, another year removed, they might be a lot better. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Sure, so, like, for sure. this is the year. But dude, I right. just want a shot. Right. You got a team that has a shot, you know, you're never going to have the perfect team. Nobody is anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's ended. You know, that ended in the in the 80s and ended with the Cowboys dynasty. Um, You're never going to have the perfect team anymore because of free agency. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so, I, I mean, you. I just want a shot. That's all. No, I know. Um, no, I'm with you there. But so what, what what worries me about this game is um, when a team's on life support like Green Bay, because here's the thing, man, if you watch every NFL, every NFL season, there's a team that catches fire that doesn't play very well in the first half of the season and they catch fire and they almost make the playoffs or they make the playoffs, you know, and that team's going to start to peak. I don't know what team it's going to be. Can you this really see that? Team. You no. really see that with this team, considering all the injuries? I don't know, man. Look, let me tell you something. You want to talk about a game where I was like, uh, what, how you should be when we should blow out a team? When I'm like, oh, we're going to blow out a team. We're going to blow out a team. Mm-hmm. 2013. And the only reason I, I remember this because my uh, daughter was born, my second daughter, <laughs> that year. Because I remember I had the, I was watching the cowboy game with the, with the, um, the baby chair. And you, you know sp- and, you, that- and you spiked her and no, 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 no. the floor. <laughs> no, no, no. You know the one you can, uh, um, 
you, you could take it out of the car. I forgot what they're called. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, the little the Bjorn bouncer things. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Sure. Yeah, you could put it in the car or take it out. You know, whatever. And I'm swinging or watching the game the whole time, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, I remember that the, the night before, it was one of those games where I'm like, I can't wait to tomorrow. We're gonna kill the Packers. We're gonna kill them. So it was me. I was like, we're gonna friggin' kill them. It was in Dallas, of course, right? 2013. <laughs> and the reason I said that is Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. Who did we lose to? Flynn? No. Yes. Matt Flynn? But not only Matt Flynn, not only Matt Flynn, a Matt Flynn who lost, all right, was 0-3 or 0-4 that season with Aaron Rodgers out. Coming to our stadium, all right, we jump up, and guys, this is coming off the top of my head. Once again, I don't have anything in front of me. I think we were up almost like the Detroit game when we were up like 26-3 okay. or whatever it was. First half, we're up 26-3 or something like that. Matt Flynn comes back, throws four touchdowns, okay? <laughs> Just slinging, slinging the football all over place in the second all over the place in the second half where I'm almost slinging my baby across the room cuz I'm so pissed, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just watching this. Um, yeah, and they came back and beat us. I don't know, I think it was like 32 or 31 20. Yeah, it was awful, bro. Just to give you a heads up, we were up. Holy shit. What did you say the score was? 20 oh, originally when we jumped up 26-3? It was 26-3. Yes, dude. Psycho. Bro, you, bro. They did my mind, man. They they ruined me, this fucking team. They ruined me. So we were on our, we were on a little bit of a tear in the first quarter. We go up, Bailey hits a field goal. Crosby answers. Bailey hits another field goal. Witten from Romo for mm-hmm. a 25 yard touchdown. Yep. Uh Bailey kick is good. Second quarter, Bailey with another field goal. Another field goal, 50 yarder for Bailey. DeMarco Murray scores a touchdown run. So, yeah, we're up 26 to three. Mm-hmm. And then, lo and behold, in the third quarter, you have uh, Matt Flynn hits Jordy Nelson for a four, <laughs> four play, 80 yard drive, by the way. So, they oh, just went God. right down the field. Um, and then, Crosby kick is good. And we hit, kick another 50 yard field goal. We're up 29 to 10. So then at that point, Keith, you got to be like, oh, we got 29-10. We're, we're fine. Dude, oh, no, I was still feeling it, but I, I felt something in the air. I did. Uh-huh. Ready for this? A three-yard pass. They drive down the field again, 12 plays, 80 yards. Three-yard pass from Matt Flynn to Andrew Quarles. <laughs> again, who the fuck are you? I'm Andrew Quarles, by the way. All right. And then let's see. The fourth quarter, we're up 29-17 to 17 going into the fourth quarter. Yep. James Starks, who everybody remembers that, he, gets, he catches an 11-yard pass in the flat. 29-23. Field goes good. 29-24. Then, ready for this? We think we got in the bag again. Des Bryant catches a touchdown from yep. Tony Romo, yep. and we go up 35-24 with eight minutes to go. Yep. James Jones catches a touchdown, makes it 36-30. Field goes good by Crosby. So now it's 36-31. Mm-hmm. And on a seven play with a minute 34 to go, a seven play, 50-yard drive, a one Ready for this? Yeah. A one-yard touchdown run by Eddie Fat Fuck Lacey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Awful. And then Matt Flynn passed to Andrew Quarles for the fucking two-point conversion. <laughs> Bro, it was awful. It was awful. Actually, they missed a two-point conversion. They, they, so, they missed a two-point conversion. They tried to get it up to three, but they only yeah, won by one. So, so just so you know, the maniac who we bring up on this show all the time, Pat, Pat Volkmer, yeah. I still remember, and this is how he is. He guess who he blamed for that game, and I remember that I couldn't. I didn't even want to talk to him. I was like Zeke, was, Ezekiel Elliott. No, yeah, no, he wasn't there yet. I, I know, but that's just. I, know, I, I think get, he I would get, still yeah. blame him. No, but he always has somebody he goes after. This motherfucker had the nerve <laughs> to blame Tony Romo for that game. 
Romo goes 29 for 48 for 358, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Two, the two interceptions are the reason why we lost. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. This is when Brett talks about, and we both talk about, how bad those defenses were with when Tony Romo was on that team. I got the defenses right here. I, I got the defense. Just, 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 I know. Uh, well, you probably left the page already. But just look at no, that. No, I'm looking right drive. at the defense. I'm looking right at him. Uh, no, but what what was that last drive again with Matt Flynn? That when after Des went up, you know, Des Bryant, we went up, and then and then you said they scored two more times. But that last drive with Matt Flynn, how many? It was 50 seconds. You said no. It was a minute. A minute and 15. A minute 15, a drive. Seven plays in a minute and 15 seconds. Seven plays, Matt Flynn, in a minute and 15 seconds, <laughs> drove down that Rob Ryan piece of shit fucking <laughs> defense that is one of the main reasons why, okay, we did not go to a Super Bowl with Romo. It was because of him. It was because of him and Lane Kiffin's first year, which I like Lane Kiffin a lot. He was just – was. I'm looking, I'm looking at the defense right now for the Cowboys of that yeah. team. And, like, leading the way in tackles that game was Barry Church. Had 11 total tackles, right? Beast. I love that guy. I love Barry Church. And I love yeah. watching him still to this day. Um, yeah. We had one, two, two sacks on Roger. Or, no, I'm sorry, on Matt Flynn. And one of them was a corner blitz by Orlando Skandrick. <laughs> so, yeah. we got – did we have any interceptions? I don't think we turned the ball over. Did Matt Flynn turn the ball over? Matt Flynn did throw an interception. Yeah. I can't seem to find the guy who had the interception. But what I will say – is that this defense on paper was really bad? Brandon Carr, Jeff Heath. Uh, oh my God! Nick no, but we had Demarcus Ware. I don't see. I don't see Demarcus Ware anywhere. Yeah, he, he's probably injured in that game then. Unbelievable! And I'm seeing other tackles, uh, and I'm like, why? How did they get to? Oh, interception! Ready for the interception? I'll mm -hmm. bet you a million dollars you couldn't come up with the guy who made the interception. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Dude, listen, if you do this, uh, I'm sending I'll, you I'll, a I'm free. With, um, if you listen. Listen, listen, if you do this, I'm sending you a free Chop Sports Media t-shirt in the mail tomorrow. So first of all, first of all, uh, yo, I'll pay for I'll pay for it. What do you think? I'm broke or something? I'll, I'll pay I'm, for it. I'm just I'm trying to give away I'm trying to give away prizes. All right, hold on. Um there's listen, there's there's no way the other safety, McCain or or uh no, not close, damn it. It's a corner. It's a corner. It's a corner. And let's just say he had one total tackle on the game. One, it was a solo tackle, but he just so happened to pick Matt Flynn off and take it for 21 yards uh, and then get taken down. Just give it to me. Go ahead. It is the one and only legend, Cowboys legend, Sterling Moore. <laughs> oh, and he played for the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure because that we got him from the Packers, I think, Sterling Moore. Oh, man, Sterling Moore. That's Let's crazy. see. He, 136 career games out of Sterling Moore. I, I can't tell you where... This guy, let's see, stats, bios. He played for New England, Dallas, Tampa, and New Orleans. So, no, oh, never, never played, played never right. played for Green Bay. But, man, Dude. I hope you, this uh, trip down brought uh, <laughs> brought to you. But trip down I'm, bringing that brought up. You I'm just bringing that up to everybody because that was a sure win. And that we know what the doubt, how people can show up for the Cowboys, how people get up for the Cowboys. And, you know, what we cannot, we get up on this team. We just cannot, you know, we can't stop. And our, and our defense just needs to, and, and here's the thing, man. I want them, I know it sounds crazy, but I I want them to try to beat us with Rodgers. Because I think, I, I think that's our best chance. 
than them than them having a balance and running it more against our our defense. clearly yeah clearly the the defensive uh, the run defense for the Cowboys has been the the part that we're all just kind of sketchy on. Mm-hmm. But if he drops back the pass more times than not, I I wholeheartedly think he's in for a very very long day. If, if, if Micah Parsons and Lawrence and company can get involved in this one and, and cause some ill-advised throws in which last week against Detroit, you know, some of these throws there was, there was, yeah, of course there's one off the guy's helmet or face mask or whatever, but like a couple of the throws in, in the red zone were just short armed dog yep. shit throws, man. They and, were. and again, I'm not going to be the one to sit there and write off Aaron Rodgers for the rest of his career, because I know how bad that burns people. Um, or at least he likes to get, you know, take receipts, have you, but like, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just he's not he's not the same dude. And if they can get pressure on him, it could be a long day. It could be a long day. Cowboys are favored by four on the road or something like that. So it's just yeah. like I don't like that at all. I mean, of course, I never like those kinds of situations. But if the Cowboys are being billed as this better team, then yeah, they should take care of business by more than a touchdown. You know, yeah, it's just no, one of those things. No, but. I mean, look that once again, yeah. I mean, there's no reason why. I mean, you look at I mean, you just look at the game last week with the Pat with the Packers. People said that with them against the Lions, you know what I mean? So because they were three and a half point favorites, right? Against the Lions, right? So I mean, I know we're four in Detroit. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, and it, it's Detroit. So I mean, yeah, we don't look, and that that's that's my problem, and this is why. And my buddy who I who I go in with, um, you know, we have fun, you know, when we bet every now and then. This is why I don't do it a lot, is because I can't get into the coach's head. I can't get into to freaking McDaniel's uh, head, Josh McDaniel's when they're playing the freaking Jacksonville Jaguars last week, they have a second and two with, uh, with two minutes and 40 seconds left. They just need to score a touchdown. They win and they keep passing the ball. They don't run the jo- Josh Jacobs once. I can't get in there because you're, you're obviously got one of the best running backs in the NFL and you're not using him right now on a second and two, when you just need a first down, like those things I can't. So what I'm trying to say with this game, I can't get in the McCarthy, Kellen Moore's head. I can't get into the uh, Packers offense. I can't be the co- – so I don't know what their game plan is going to be. I don't know what they're going to be doing. I don't know what shitty calls, because we can bring up the catch if we want, that's going to happen in Green Bay. Um, I don't know any of that. But, yes, when you look at this game and and you have a someone has a gun to your head, which is one of America's fans' favorite things to say, and they say to you, Guess who's going to win this game right now? You're going to say the Cowboys. You have to because you yeah. want to live, and it just looks like <laughs> that's going to happen. Because you want to live. I love that. Um, yeah, man. I mean, look. But you it, don't know. You don't I know. You do it's, know. It's one of those things. Um, obviously, let's let's get right into it. Let's get some Let's get some predictions and get on out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, multiple situations. You got to roll. My computer is going to die. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, so with the Cowboys going to Green Bay, Keith, do they get it done? Like they're six and two. They're looking ahead now. And now, if you look ahead, you got Minnesota on the schedule. Then you got the Giants coming up again on Thanksgiving yeah, sooner or later, which games. is going to be a great game. Now it's no longer a laugher. Like when that schedule came out, and I said, "Nice, we got the Giants on Thanksgiving." Now yeah. I'm like, "Fuck, we got the Giants on Thanksgiving." So uh, how do you see this one playing out? Um, you know, I, 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 I think um, last week I would have said Packers. Um, but after really watching that team against Detroit and um, knowing, and here's the thing, man, I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to play it. I think this could be, you're not in a walking, smoking mirrors. 
and play an NFL game. I think they're just saying that. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. But even if he does play, how many I mean, how many snaps, how long are you gonna you gotta be careful with an injury like that? Because here's what people have to realize, okay? If Aaron Jones plays and then snaps his ankle, how is that gonna make the organization look? Right. And that's how that's how a lot of teams think now. It's not like the old days where like, all right, get in there. Now yeah. they're like, okay, we got to be careful because if he gets a serious career, I mean, look, injury, look at the Bills right now taking complete caution with with Josh Allen. They yeah, could be exactly. starting Case Keenum this week, right? And look at the crap that the Dolphins got from Tua, right? You know, like right. those type of things. So that's why I think he's not gonna. That's why I think for some reason they'll be like, just sit one more week out. I know we need you, but sit more. You know, because so I don't think he's gonna play, and I also don't think Zeke's gonna play. Really. Yeah, I don't. I think that they're doing that. I think we're going to go all the way to Saturday, and I, I think they're going to keep him out one more week just to keep it safe. That's what I think. I would not be in favor of that, my friend. I, I'm I not definitely in favor of it, but I think that's what might happen. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's, just, that's right. just my take. But anyways, with all that being said, so I'm doing this game without uh, Aaron Jones and Zeke playing. All right. Uh, off Because I think that's what's going to happen. Um, so I say the, but I still say, I say Cowboys, um, 24 uh, Packers 13. Wow, dude. I had all right. You say 24 13, I say 24 14. <laughs> so, no that's way. How, yeah. Oh, hell no. Nah. That's yeah. Great. So, right. I'm with the 24 14, two lost, touchdowns, right. maybe one late. Uh, but yeah, as long as the Cowboys defense plays the way they play, there's no reason why I don't think they win this game. I don't give a shit where it is. It could be playing Green Bay over and over and over again. I just, I think the Cowboys defense is, is that damn good. Um, and again, We'll monitor everything else as far as injuries are concerned, as far as OBJ is concerned. But both of us here are in agreement that the Cowboys should move to seven and two, heading into a very, very big game uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. So we'll get uh, Brett's pick. I'm sure he'll say something on text, and then next week he'll say, "I told you this was." No, my I was going to say he he's not even on this show next week. He's going to be like after the score. He's like, "That's what I said last week." He wasn't even on the show. That. <laughs> I'm going to actually check out Brett next week. He's in uh, Rutherford right outside of Giant Stadium. I'm going to go check out that show um, and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy his shtick over there. So for that, with that being said, and another Jersey Boys podcast in the books for Dave Sturgeo and, of course, Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast, which I just said twice now, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown! What you believe in? Staubach hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. Run Zeke. Up the middle, he's gone! Zeke's gone!